You're listening to a Rev FM production podcast. Welcome to Pastors Live, the show that discusses things of the Bible and current events for people who love to laugh. And now, the hosts who answer questions with more questions, it's Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Though your sins are scarlet, I will make them white, white, as, snow. white as snow. By the or way, co- or coconut. Yeah, one but or yeah, yeah, or coconut meat. I'll, I'll be know? on the coconut meat side of heaven. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> look, that's one of my favorite things. One of my favorite things in the world is when we're um, when I'm driving and it snows the first few times, yeah. and you drive by a field of sheep. Yeah, yeah, See, yeah, in yeah. the in the summertime, sheep look white they against look amazing, the fields, right? Yeah. right? They look amazing. Oh, look at all they're those beautiful sheep. And then it yeah. snows, and you're like, they're filthy. Filthy. They're gross. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, no hey, offense to Bill Stoddard. That's right. But <laughs> hey, listen, everybody. It's Pastors Live. It's a fantastic Friday. It is December 1st. We made it. We're here. Happy it's birthday. It's December. Thank you, brother. So, yeah, and happy birthday, Dave. Thank you. Thank yep. you. The thank best you. part of, of December so. is, is Dave's birthday. Yes, it is. Well, yeah, there's a lot of birthdays in December. I'm actually pretty surprised. Yep. Um, so happy birthday, Dave. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank we're you. really, and, and 34, right? <laughs> Looks good on you, bro. 34 uh, looking good 30, on you. 36 if you look in a mirror. <laughs> oh, 36 if you look in a mirror. All right, that works. <laughs> Just don't walk away and forget who you are, Dave. That's right. <laughs> hey, so we've got some great Bible readings today. So if uh, I start forgetting who you guys are, that you can worry. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, hey, so tonight uh, for the ladies, is it is Ladies Night Out, and so we invite you to come out and join the ladies, 6.30 for a time of... Uh, fellowship and just getting together and then tomorrow morning brothers breakfast shane you're teaching tomorrow morning right yes, sir. yeah right nice and so we're Shane's looking like, forward to that i am oh man i gotta go study <laughs> <laughs> that was monday that was, that, that was, oh yeah that was monday hey so we do have some great guys in the studio today um and it is rosa parks day we're gonna have to come back and talk about that one mm. um and so we got shane here Hello. today pastor shane is here today pastor shane. dave the birthday hey, boy god bless you guys he's hey. here today and, and then god of course, bless rosa parks and god bless yeah. rosa parks and then we also have gary austin the voice of the valley pastors the man the myth the legend uh so uh if somebody's one hi oh i'm ty by the way (laughs) and by the way if somebody's wondering where the other 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 guy is uh, apparently he's out with a little bit of a cold and so uh yeah he he, has been sounding pretty rough oh he was well so this last weekend i I was like i I, the team came back into the green room and i i thought i said i said is it just me or does steve sound like neil diamond when he was old (laughs) Um, so they're like, yeah, I said, okay, just cause I, I, you know, we're coming to America. I could hear that growl <laughs> in his voice. I was like, Ooh, and we weren't, we weren't singing Neil Diamond at church. I want to clarify that. He right. just sounded like Neil. Uh, but it was, it was, yeah, he's been hurting. So pray for, pray for Steve. He's pray for some healing for him. Uh, but it is Rosa Parks day. Um, and I'm very, very thankful, uh, for what she did. She said, no, I'm not giving up my seat. Yeah, that's all. She I'm wasn't like, trying to punch anybody in the nose and she wasn't trying to start a movement either like, look guys this there's some dignity here mm-hmm. yeah. and i am a woman i am sitting in this seat and that's yeah, it well so, no but you're a black woman you got to move no i actually i don't yeah. yeah and so god bless rosa Parks. yeah yep. and I, that I, was a big deal and i and i i hate racism i i just it me too m- just makes me bonkers <clears throat> uh because we're all created by god everyone who is a human being is made in the image of God. And it just makes me nuts when we treat each other poorly. I just need to say this for the record. Racism is wrong. We are all created in the image of God. 
Every one of us is created in the image of God. Anyone who is a human being is in the image of God. And we, and why do we treat each other so badly? I don't know if you guys have noticed. There's just some mean things that are going on in the world today. It's and it just, it just makes me, obviously it's sin, but right. I mean, it just makes me nuts. Well, it's demonic. Yeah, yeah. it's the yeah. deprivation of man, right? And yeah. it just points to the need for Christ. I, Ultimately, that's the you cure. Know, <clears throat> did you guys hear um, Ryan Fugue's joke the other day? It's terrible. It's a terrible, terrible joke. That's why I'm making sure to give Ryan all the credit. <laughs> okay, we're giving Ryan the credit for what it. Do you, okay. What do you call it when you dislike somebody who goes or who's part of a different denomination than you? What? Gracism. Yeah. <laughs> Gracism. <laughs> oh. Ryan, oh. we love you. I hate you. No. <laughs> wow. That's so gracist, dude. But it's that's the same thing. Gracism, racist. racism. I just don't like somebody because they're different from me. It's like, that's... It's demonic and stupid, both. Yeah, demonic, <laughs> stupid, immature, all right. of it. Right. Well, but, I mean, they, I, they're not part yeah. of my denomination, so I don't like them. Well, that's dumb. Right. <laughs> yeah, hate, hate. Yeah, the Lord despises that. He despises Divisive a heart us. that's divided and that's hates right. and malicious and. Well, he even tells us to mark people who are divisive, yeah. right? And stay away from them, right? Just mark them and stay you know, away from here's them. Here's an interesting thing, Dave, about that that particular verse, right? It says, "Mark those who are divisive." Uh, that that divisive. That's the word heresis. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the that's that person who is purposefully being um, destructive mm-hmm. in the body of Christ, and we're supposed to avoid people who are like that. Yeah, yeah. and 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 that you know that's hard uh, because you know it's it's really interesting when somebody's like that and they're like, hey, can we get together for coffee? I'm like, no, I don't I don't want to have yeah. coffee with you. I I don't want to do that because you hurt. You hurt people, and you hurt me. Why yeah. would I? Why do I want to do that? I, you, but, but as things get worse and worse in the world, you know, um, I, I think about what God must, God's perspective on this whole thing, right? Mm. So his his creation hurting one another, his creation uh, damaging one another, and when you think about this, you know, Genesis chapter five, you know, it says, "Then the Lord saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth." Um, you know, so in the land, you know, the Arats. And then he says, and that and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Yeah. And then it says, and the Lord was sorry. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you just have to, I mean, they made man on the earth and, mm-hmm. and he was grieved in his heart. Mm-hmm. What do you think it's like? I mean, this right now, what do you think it's like? Sorry, sorry, Gary, I moved from the mic there. I'm sorry about that. Uh, what is it, what's it like for God right now to just look at what's going on in the world? I mean, you think about it. I mean, we're trying to celebrate the, the birth of his son, whom he sent to die for the sins of the world, and sinful people are protesting the lighting of a Christmas tree that celebrates that, or uh, the, the celebration of anything that has to do with Christianity right now. Uh, just because, and one of those reasons is because, and a lot of people maybe not realize this, but our connection to um, Judaism is, as Christians, is pretty solid, <laughs> right. Uh, right? Because Jesus was a Jew, and um, so there's, there's this is really darkness, and I, I, I am struggling because I, f- I'm just starting to sense that grief over how people are treating each other. And it's really, really breaking my heart. Right. It's the wrestling between um, the deeds of the flesh and the fruit of the spirit. 
And you see that on a, I don't know if cosmic scale is the right phrase. That's actually probably, yeah. You got a deprived world that is just dark and and selfish fighting against a remnant who is spirit filled and makes mistakes. Don't, don't get us wrong. Right. Uh, there's nobody in Christianity uh, that's perfect 24/7 in the day out of the days of the year, mm-hmm. and we don't we don't walk on water, but Jesus does, <laughs> and we well, worship right. Jesus and we we praise Him because the gospel is the forgiveness of those sins and understanding that that God loves us and we just want to walk and follow Him because uh, He cleanses us of our sins and unrighteousness. And when you when you have that waging war, light and dark, uh, the fruit of the spirit and the flesh, um, man, it can it can seem messy here on earth. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I do. Here's an interesting thing in Psalm 120 today, which is part of our reading, right? He says, in my distress, I cried unto the Lord and he heard me. Deliver my soul, O Lord, from mm-hmm. lying lips, a deceitful tongue. <clears throat> what shall be given unto you? What shall be done unto you, you false tongue, sharp arrows of the mighty with coals of juniper? Woe is me that I sojourn in Meshach, that I dwell in the tents of Kadar. My soul, watch this, my soul has long dwelt with him who hates peace. I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. Wow. That's what you guys are talking about. In January, I'll be doing one of my truth for you's uh, we we talk about from uh, Genesis, the very first mention of war. You know, Genesis is the book of beginnings. It's the book of first mentions. The first mention of war, <clears throat> pardon me, <clears throat> pardon me, the first mention of war is in Genesis. And you have these four kings mm-hmm. who form a confederation and they start wiping out a bunch of little nations and stuff. And um, they start taking hostages. One of them happens to be a guy named Lot. Right, the nephew of, of Father Abram. And what does Abram do? He puts together a very elite team of 318, you know, heavily trained, heavily armed uh, guerrilla soldiers, and he, he goes to war and he wins and he wins big, right? That's where we meet Melchizedek and all of that. But what's interesting to me, you know, James says uh, in, in, in the book of James, where do wars come from among you? Don't they come from your own Memories, selfishness, right? right? Your own yeah. desires. And yet with Father Abram, on the other hand, where did war come from him? Was he trying to gain possession? Was he trying to gain power? Was it politically motivated? Nope. He went to war for his family. And in Nehemiah, I think it's around chapter 4, where Nehemiah tells the people, hey, don't be afraid. You remember the Lord, good and, I think it says good and awesome or good and fierce or something like that. And, you know, it's basically it's El Shaddai, remember God Almighty. And then he says, you fight for your brothers, you fight for your sisters, you fight for your sons, you fight for your daughters, you fight for your wives. There is Ecclesiastes 3, there is a time of war, and there's a time of peace. But when does the Bible indicate it's a time for war? When it's for our families. And our children are under attack in this world. Ty has talked about it so many Mm -hmm. times. The enemy is after your family. And how do we fight? Do, Do we fight 
uh, what the weapons are, are the weapons of our warfare carnal? No, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. The weapons of our warfare are mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. And man, it is a time for war. It absolutely is a time for war. Not fighting and devouring and biting and devouring one another. No, no. it's the it's spiritual warfare. Warfare, and our weapons, man, are the Word of God and prayer. It's, you know, the old saying, get on your knees and fight like a man. Yeah. <laughs> right, absolutely, yeah. War yeah. on the floor, right? There it is. War, on the floor. War on the floor. Gabby and I were just talking about that, and, you know, raising children in this day and age. Yeah. and um, Something we should the, know. Yeah, something we should do and know. Uh, but the, he missed it, Dave. <laughs> he totally missed it. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. None just, of that. No announcements hey, being made. None of that. Yes, yes, okay, we're just none of that. <laughs> but, I can hear Wendy already. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no. I can hear Gabby. What? <laughs> but there, there is not just a need to take your child to church. That's good. Right. But you have to disciple your child you at home. You have to. It's not the church's job to disciple your kids. It's your job yeah. and 100%. that's that's something you need to take to your heart and take yeah. responsibility the church just for. reinforces what you're doing right right Ex- exactly we yeah. get them once a week right yeah. <laughs> you get them way more than once yeah. a week right yeah and yeah. you know if you're not discipling your children um you know that's that's something you got to take up with the lord and you got to consider because that's a part uh, that's a part of the great commission guys uh, would you agree? Yeah, I no, I totally agree. It's a part of the Great Commission, and well, there, Jesus wasn't joking. when you preach joking. the gospel, does everybody respond? No, no. And mm-hmm. sometimes I know parents that I meet with uh, that come into my office, Shane. That'll they're defeated, yeah. they're beating themselves up because my my children, you know, some of my children or one of my children, whatever it is, <clears throat> has uh, rejected the faith. They've turned their back on our faith and. They're telling us what terrible parents we are and, you know, we're toxic and all this other stuff. <clears throat> and I just have to tell people, you know, your responsibility is not for your children to receive the gospel. Your responsibility is for your children to hear yeah. the gospel. You're not the Holy Spirit. And and believe you me, God loves your children <clears throat> tons more than you do. Mm-hmm. And you love them. You, you love your children. I've got five kids. Uh, I love them all. Three of them are walking with Christ. Two of them are not. And they're all adults. My youngest is 32. And, you know, I, I've done what I can do. But um, at the same time, do I pray for them? Oh, yeah, man. Jeremiah 31, you know, there was this weeping and lamenting Rachel crying for her children who were not. And the Lord comes to her and says, don't you shed another tear. You stop it right now. No more crying for your kids. Stop it. Leave the light on for them. I'm paraphrasing. Leave the light on for them. Let them know that they can always come home. Let them know how to get back to the ways of the Lord. And then he says, your children will return from the land of the enemy. There is a hope in your end for your labor. And so I pray Jeremiah 31 over all five of my children, over all 17 of my grandchildren. I'm praying for each of them. But at the end of the day, I know that God loves them tons more than I do, the Holy Spirit has much more power to bring them back (laughs) to him than I do. 
as as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Yeah, right. When you leave my house, it's on you. It's on you. Uh, it's on you too. You've heard the you, gospel, especially when you start your own house. Right. That's right. Because um, that's, right. that's why a man shall leave his father right. and mother and cleave to his right. wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Absolutely. I, I, you know, it's interesting. So choose wisely, as the old man <laughs> yeah, in yeah, yeah, uh, Raiders wisely. of the Lost Ark <laughs> Oh yeah, choose wisely, man. That's like so. But here's an interesting thing. Like we look at the world, we look at all the darkness in the world and all the hate and stuff like that, and people are like. Well, yeah, why hasn't God just fixed it? Why hasn't he just come back yet, right? Well, and so that is actually answered in (laughs) our reading today. Um, In our reading today, that is answered uh, by our wonderful brother, Peter. Um, And you understand, uh, Peter lived a life in anticipation of the imminent return of Christ. I, I I need to make that point. And it wasn't just him. Also, Paul lived in the concept of the imminent return. That's they right. were, they expected Jesus to come, and so. But he John, says this. Yeah. He says the Lord, mm-hmm. and this is this is uh, this is God's not slack concerning His promises. Basically, right? Right. Because God is going to come. He is going to deal with it. He is mm-hmm. going to be just. Uh, and and this is Second Peter three nine. It mm-hmm. says the Lord is not slack concerning His promises, mm. as some count slackness. In other words, well, He hasn't come back, so He's not coming. And that's what unfortunately happens is you get into deism instead of theism where people are like, well, God just started this thing and now we're all on our own and whatever. Um, that's not how that works. Uh, God is actually actively involved in the affairs of men. That's theism. That's the correct view of scripture. Um, and so God is involved with us. Um, and so God is not slack concerning his promises as some count slackness, but is long suffering towards, and I love, he says, us. He's long suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. This should let us know something. First of all, God is long suffering towards Dave and towards Shane Thank and towards Gary Lord. and towards Ty. Yes. Um, yes. So he is long suffering towards us. He's not really long suffering towards the potato heads because they don't have a soul. But, um, but the idea is that we receive the long suffering of Christ in that God is also showing long suffering to the world as we can present the gospel. Mm-hmm. The world is becoming more and more agitated by the truth of the gospel. And as people become more and more agitated, they're becoming more and more violent against the gospel, against the hope of Christ. We're going to see that as we see that we just have to own it and just realize this is, this is what we were told was going to happen. Um, I, I, you know, making the point um, to say, Hey, um, Jesus said, I send you out as sheep amongst wolves. I mean, we can't, we, we have a tendency to kind of gloss over that one, but that's reality mm-hmm. because we're, we're supposed to be sheep, which means we're not supposed to be, you know, wolf-esque, you know, uh, we're not supposed to be Lambo, you know what I mean? Like the sheep with all the, you know, <laughs> sheep ready for war. Uh, we're actually supposed to be sheep amongst wolves. We're supposed to show the love and the grace and, the, and, and for the cause of Christ with people. And that's, that's hard for people to do because people just get upset and they want to fight. Right. And we can't, that's not, that's not our call. All right. But the Lord, I love what you're saying. The Lord loves, the Lord loves the world for God. So loved the world. Absolutely. That he gave his only begotten son. Right. And we just got done reading Jonah, you yeah. know, and you, you think about that mic drop at the end of Jonah. Hey, there's 120,000 that don't know their right from their left. I love them, Jonah. <laughs> and of course, then Jonah's having, Jonah has a pity party yeah, right. over the whole thing. Well, right. God, I didn't want to go because if I go, they're going to repent and then you're going to be gracious to them. And I don't, I was like, how, how twisted it was Jonah's heart. Yeah. 
yeah. in that moment. But I mean, we want to give the world a choice, right? Because that's what God yeah. wants. That's what we're talking about with our kids. Hey, we're going to raise them, give them the gospel, give them that, give them the love of God, and then they get to choose, right, for this day who they're going to serve. A hundred percent. You know, and and we want the rest of the world to to do the same. Yeah. Hey, we yeah. love you guys. We want you to choose life. Right. But yeah. It's up to well, you. and what's Peter talking about? Being aware of the coming of the Lord. Now, he's talking about the day of the Lord. There's a whole mm-hmm. theological right. conversation there that we do right. not have any time for. But <laughs> here's the point, you guys. The New Testament writers, the apostles are saying, hey, be aware that Christ is coming again. And we're coming yeah. into Advent season. This weekend begins Advent and it's all about that season of anticipation of his coming. Yes, Advent celebrates his first coming, but the way we do Advent at Water Springs is to not only commemorate his first coming, but every week as people are lighting those candles and reading the scriptures and then praying, we're being reminded, and he's coming again. And folks, he is coming again. If you're if you're within, you know, earshot of us, you know, God forgive us if we don't tell you. Jesus is coming again, and you need to be ready. You've got to be ready, and that means giving your heart and life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Go to church this weekend, everybody. All right. Hey, listen, we're out of time. You're loved. Your family. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you on Monday. (laughs) It's Monday. To Monday. We'll talk to you Monday. You've reached the end of another episode of Pastors Live, a Rev FM production podcast. Thank you for listening. Submit your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review from your favorite podcast listening platform. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon so you don't miss the next episode drop.